0: Snuff production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of the Score Cup. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast bun hit of sport for Friday, the 23rd of June. Today, the Titans sacked their coach effective immediately, and they've already lined up a big-name replacement, the most predictable NBA draft in the history of the sport, and the world record no-one should ever want to break. But first... <laughs> The Cats' hopes of defending their AFL Premiership are alive. Here's Zach Guthrie, check sides from about 40, umpire says, all okay. Cats in front by a goal. Last night in front of their home crowd, the 2022 Premiers delivered a six-goal-to-zip final term against the Melbourne Demers to overrun the visitors and keep their finals hopes alive. Melbourne went into the game hoping for a win to keep pace with ladder leaders Port and Collingwood and would have felt confident about getting the win, especially early on when the Cats lost key spearhead Jeremy Cameron to some friendly fire in the first term. update is he's obviously, um, with our medicos now underneath, uh, waiting an ambulance to head to the hospital. Um, and then from there, obviously, they'll do far greater assessments of what they can do here at the ground. So, fingers crossed for the big fella, he's, he's okay. Um, he was responsive inside, which was obviously really pleasing, and we'll have to wait and see. Injured teammate there, Patrick Dangerfield, providing an update for 7 footy on Cameron who copped an accidental shoulder from teammate Gary Rowan that left him unconscious and saw him it from the ground and taken to hospital for further scans. And while it would have been understandable for Rowan to be rattled by the incident, instead he became a man on a mission to make up for his wounded mate. Speed. Rowan and May. Rowan should win the battle. Rowan's off to the races. Gary gets to a square. Gary kicks the goal. The win means the Cats move up to ninth currently on the AFL ladder, missing the top eight on percentage only, but it would seem they're building some momentum at the perfect time. Justin Holbrook never saw it coming. Today's a challenging day for the Gold Coast Titans in that we Uh, parting company with their head coach in Justin Holbrook. In his fourth year in charge of the Gold Coast Titans, Holbrook was sacked yesterday by the club as announced by Titans CEO Steve Mitchell. Justin's made a a solid contribution to the organisation over the last three and a half years and he's a wonderful human being and we wish he and his family all the very best in their future endeavours. Um, We're at a point in time where we feel our our program's not achieving what we want it to achieve nor is it fulfilling the promises that we've made to our rugby league community, so it's a point in time of change. The Titans have only managed one finals appearance during Holbrook's tenure in charge, and with 11 rounds remaining in the 2023 season, they currently sit one spot out of the top eight. And according to Mitchell, that simply isn't good enough, but I think it might have had more to do with the opportunity to sign one of the game's greatest ever coaches as a replacement. Moving forward in 24, 25 and 26, as you would have seen, Des is taking over Reigns as head coach of the Gold Coast Titans. Um, we're excited to have Des on board. 458 games of uh, first grade coaching, five grand finals, two wins. So we are, we're excited about what Des will bring, and we believe we have a player roster that's growing, that um, can do what we promised and part of our purpose, which is to bring success to the Gold Coast. Des Hasler, the mad professor, the man with the greatest head of hair ever seen in the NRL, and a two time premiership coach to boot. He will attempt to do what none of John Cartwright, Neil, Henry, Garth Brennan or Holbrook have come close to achieving, and that's bringing a premiership to the Glitter Strip. Tired of losing. Holbrook told the Courier Mail that he was pissed off about the decision to sack him because he was given absolutely no notice by the club, no warning that his position might be in danger. In fact, as he pointed out, the last game he was in charge for was a win. But nevertheless, the decision has been made and the interim coach, Jim Lenahan, will lead the Titans against their local rival, the Broncos, this Sunday. The NBA Draft is where young men become instant millionaires as they're welcomed into one of the most exclusive sporting clubs in the world with a chance to fulfil their dreams of becoming basketball superstars. And today a new batch of would-be stars will enter the NBA when the draft is held at Barclays Centre in Brooklyn, New York draft a typically represents an opportunity for teams around the league to wheel and deal hoping to improve their team roster by moving up the draft board for a better shot at the talent pool or by swapping their draft picks for established players on other teams but this year is a little different you know for me San Antonio is synonym of winning and um, on lottery night you know when the when the spurs got the number 1 pick i, I was just thinking i was i was feeling lucky that they got the pick uh, as a as a franchise that has that culture, and that that uh, that experience in, in in winning and in making creating good players, you know. So uh, I really can't wait. There will be absolutely no wheeling or dealing done when it comes to the top pick today. With French teenager Victor Wembanyama's name chiselled into stone in the number one spot, with the San Antonio Spurs set to welcome the seven foot four phenom who possesses a set of physical attributes and natural talent not seen since a certain LeBron James entered the league 20 years ago. LeBron James' first shot is good. Wemby is tipped to have an immediate impact in his rookie year, with many predicting he could change the very face of defence in the sport with his eight-foot wingspan that allows him to touch the rim of the basket while standing flat-footed on the ground. He's a freak! I don't blame you for being unfamiliar with the name Phil Gore, I don't even mind if you've never heard of the Dead Cow Gully Backyard Masters Ultramarathon. But what Phil achieved at the race this weekend simply cannot go unacknowledged. You've got to listen to me! Quick bit of background, Backyard Ultramarathons are essentially races with no finish line. How does that work? Well, competitors must complete a 6.7km circuit every hour for as long as they can. Once the runner completes the lap, they then have however much time is remaining in that hour to refuel, rehydrate or have a quick nap if they feel the need. But they must be ready to start the next lap when the hour is up. The laps continue day and night, and the winner is the last runner standing. Yeah, that sounds painful. The Dead Cow Gully race is held outside Nenango, 180 kilometres northwest of Brisbane. This year's race started at 7am on Saturday morning last weekend, with 54 runners starting the event. And slowly but surely, runners began to withdraw as the race went on. In the early hours of Monday morning, the runners broke the course record completing loop number 45. Then on Monday night, the four remaining runners broke the Queensland backyard ultramarathon record when they completed loop 60. Oh, a new record! By Tuesday, the race was still going as runners withdrew due to hallucinations and literally falling asleep while they were running. But the three remaining runners broke the Australian record when they completed lap 78. And then on Wednesday, the last two runners left, Hertz, Phil Gore and New Zealand Sam Harvey, began their 102nd lap, which, if completed, would set a new world record for backyard ultramarathons. Sam, the Kiwi, started the lap and immediately turned back, which left Phil alone with a world record beckoning. Did he make it? I hope he's okay. He did it. 102 hours after he began the race, Phil Gore took the chequered flag, claimed the trophy and no doubt rewarded himself with a nice big sleep. And that is your fast, fun, hitter sport to end the week. Make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode. Enjoy your weekend, I'll catch you Monday on the scorecard. Listener.